What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens break the clock inch and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Rarick, your host, and today I am truly honored to be beside the executive producer of an amazing movie. We're going to talk about this movie, Wendell and Wilde, a lot, but he has adapted a lot of uh, YA middle school fiction novels, including The Maze Runner and Stargirl, and most recently, the stop-motion picture on Netflix, Wendell and Wilde. I give you Eddie Gomera. Hello, folks. Hi, Mr. Eric. How are you? I'm great. I am so happy to have you here. Uh, stop motion was really what turned me on to monsters and spooky stuff and just weirdness in general. And this is my new favorite stop motion film, Wendell and Wilde. Aww. Was it fun to create? Fun slash hard? <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. I mean, you know, working with the director, Henry Selleck, who directed Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. Yeah. I mean, the man is a, a, a walking, talking, living genius. Um, he's a master of his craft and he his brain is filled with all sorts of marvels and all sorts of monsters. Uh, so when you crack open his cranium and peek inside, it's filled with all sorts of delicious delights. And then you add into the mix, Jordan Peele, modern day horror maestro, uh, master storyteller. Um, we also worked with my uh, old client, Clay McLeod Chapman, who is a novelist and a comic book writer and a podcaster and an actor. You know, you have just this trifecta of genius. We'll talk a little more about Wendell and Wilde at the end, but I, I think, you know, a, like a middle school age kid is going to get a lot out of this and an adult is going to get a lot out of sure, this too. Absolutely. You have the reunion of comedians Key and Peele as the Demon Brothers, <laughs> so Wendell good. and Wilde. It's just gross and it's weird and it's wild and it's amazing. Our story isn't really going to relate much to Wendell and Wilde. It's going to be maybe small ways towards the end, sure. which you might pick up on after you see the film. But in order to get to that story, we need to get our what if questions. And the first comes from a patron named Margot. And she wrote in to say, What if Petey the Pirate had to go to Davy? Jones Locker to bring back his long lost brother, Jack Parrot. That's a good one. And now we're going to add in one audio question. So we have a recording from Leali. 
Hi, Mr. Eric. My name's Layali, and my one question is, what if monkeys could talk to lunchboxes? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Eric. We love your stories. We love your stories. Do you want to tell them how old you are? I'm four years old, and my brother's two-year-old. Bye. Bye. And I love Dragomax. That's my favorite character. That is a really cool question. I love it. Lunchboxes sort of have like a built-in mouth, right? Absolutely. <laughs> They're always uh, flapping their lids. Leali, uh, I know you. your little brother's name is Yakub, and I think you both, I you've sent in a few questions, so uh, I'm glad we're finally getting to answer one of yours. Now, we're going to jump right into that story. So, let's find out. What if Petey the Pirate had to go to Davy Jones' locker to bring back his lost brother, Jack Parrot? And what if monkeys could talk to lunchboxes? Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Berenstain Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Petey the Pirate was aboard his ship, which actually still didn't have a proper pirate ship name. He, he'd been working on it for years. And anyway, he'd invited his friend Davy Jones aboard. Davy Jones in What If World happens to be a sea monkey. I'm not actually sure what a sea monkey looks like in What If World. Davy Jones, do you, do you know what you look like? Well, I got scales and I got webbed hands and fingers and my tail can become a fin so I can swim through the ocean quite quickly. Wow, now that is quite the sea monkey. And they are playing uh, Petey's favorite card game called Fish Go. Well, or at least they're maybe about to start to play. No, so it's it's really quite simple, Davy. You see, if you ask me if what cards did I have, uh, but then if I have it, then you give me the card from your hand, but only if you have it. But if you don't, then one of us has to pick a card from the deck and see if we if it pairs with either you understand, right? Well, or do I pick it from the card deck or do I pick it from the deck that I swab? You know, there are actually a few playing cards sticking up from between the deck boards and those are for emergencies. Ah. You know, the a wave blows you over and then you gotta go pick in one of those cards. So yeah, we've planned contingencies. Fantastic. 
Petey went on and on describing his game, which they had barely even started to play. And Davy Jones spied a picture, an old faded painting of a parrot that he seemed to recognize. It looked just like Jack Parrot. Hi, Petey. Isn't that your brother up there? <sighs> What's he been up to? Where, where's he at? What? You, you haven't seen Jack Parrot? Oh, no. What? What happened? The last time I saw him, we were all together. I think the only way to figure out what happened is through a flashback. Oh, I love me a flashback. A young Petey was working aboard Davy Jones's ship. He'd worked hard in all his piratey things, you know, swabbing decks and polishing wood and tying knots. Presumably, I'm not a pirate. That's Petey's business. And he had his big brother, Jack Parrot, sitting on his shoulder. Yeah, you... We've been working aboard Davy Jones's ship, but I'm not sure what we're supposed to do. I, I thought we did, like, piratey stuff here. What do you think? Petey, Jack, come aboard up top here. What's up? All right, mates, we have our mission for today. As the sun sets, we're going to go into the horizon, and we're going to go after the scale beard. <gasps> oh, dear. There's a fortune aboard that vessel, and we're going to take it. You know why? Why? Because we're pirates, and that's what we do. Isn't Scalebeard also a pirate? Yes, but pirates, pirate, pirates. Oh, um, I don't know. both a noun and a verb. Yar, don't you know? It Maybe it's also a preposition. I'm, I don't, I'm not very grammatical. A, a, a past participle? Oh, sure. What's a pirate's favorite part of English class? I, I don't know. Grammar. Yo, oh, Davy Jones, that's why you're the king of the pirates. Well, let me tell you something, mates. Aboard the scale beard, there's a fortune we're going to be taking. Can you guess what that fortune is? It isn't gold. It isn't jewels. You know what it is? Uh, crackers? Mm, good guess. It's something that contains crackers. A uh, plastic wrap. Gents, aboard the scale beard is a fortune worth of living lunch boxes. Those sound very valuable. They're the most valuable things in all the Western Hemisphere. And just as they crossed into the Western Hemisphere, they saw Scalebeard herself on the horizon. Scalebeard was both a pirate and a ship. A dragon so big and so scaly that her scales fell off of her giant chin into the water as she swam through it. And also, well, she did seem to be a little bit stuck inside of a ship, uh, which they were very quickly catching up to. She was not a very fast ship. Avast and ahoy! Wait, no, avast means stop. Ships ahoy! Scalebeard, come. We're boarding your vessel. We're gonna take your lunch boxes. We want your treasure. Wait, you cannot take my treasure. This treasure creates nutritionally complete food that I, a massive dragon, need in order to fill my massive belly. But Scalebeard, I have a whole crew myself and they're starving. We're sick of porridge. We're sick of limes. We want all the nutrition. Uh, Scalebeard, just out of curiosity, how do you get it to create this magical food? You simply must imagine it in your mind and then shout it very loudly. Ooh, ooh. Could it be if I wanted bananas? Would I get bananas? That is how it works, yes. But <gasps> I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I just like the sound of my own voice. Bananas, 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 wait, bananas. Oh, wait, 
Oh, bananas! And as Davy Jones shouted bananas over and over again, all of these magic lunchboxes started popping open an overflowing scale-beard ship, which was also herself because she was sort of stuck inside the ship, with bananas! Oh no, these nutritionally complete bananas are incredibly dense! She's sinking! I could try and save us from sinking, but I can only eat so many bananas. You're like a water-breathing dragon, aren't you, Scalebeard? Yes, I am. I haven't seen my brother since that day. You know, he seemed sort of upset about how everything went down and, and how we sunk the ship, which was also a dragon, and all the lunchboxes were lost to Davy Jones's locker, which is, you know... Your, the bottom it's, it's, of... it's, it's my locker. It's yeah. where I keep my lunch. Yeah. Sometimes I keep my, my pencils and my sneakers. Yeah, Davy Jones's lunch locker, as is yeah. often called. Yeah. What do you think? I I mean... Should we go? I, yeah, you're right. I mean, why not? Oh, and on the way, we can play a few rounds of Fish Go. Ah, I love that idea. Ah, Pity, you're my best mate. <laughs> Davy Jones, you're, you're... You're tied. I mean, I've got a few good friends. You're, you're oh. up there. It's, oh. It's like oh. Oh. Petrina the pirate and Potty. He makes a fine pot of stew. Uh, mm. you, you know, but... Oh, this is... Well, maybe we can all hang out next time. Oh, you know what? We should, yeah, I'll, I'll, get him on, I'll get him on the shell phone and... Well, okay. Anyway, let, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. And so Davy Jones and Petey the pirate sailed across the sea back towards Davy Jones's locker. As they arrived, they saw a giant island formed mostly of bananas, but also all kinds of other food was growing out of it. Yeah, is that a, is that a licorice tree? Black? Red? Both? Oh, I don't like the black ones, but the red one's delicious. And a submarine sandwich that looks like you could actually sail it across the sea. They crawled aboard the island and ate until their bellies were stuffed. Ooh. That was amazing. I need to loosen my buttons on my vest. Is it okay that I say that you're a very cute monkey in that little vest? Well, you're kind. You're kind. My tail is, you know, you make me blush. I'm, I'm fanning my face with my tail. I don't want to infantilize you. I just think that, you know, you take good care of yourself, and, and even though you're much older than I am. Uh, let's go down. Let's go. Let's see if we can find me brother down at the bottom of the ocean. They started searching around the water surrounding the island, thinking maybe Jack Parrot had come back here to try to help or to try to get these lunchboxes. Who knows? Sorry, uh, sorry. I just needed to uh, get inside one of these nice little giant air bubbles that keep floating around down here. It's as if there's some kind of massive creature at the bottom of the ocean that's breathing up huge air bubbles. That's strange. Uh, the fact that we could be inside an air bubble us both, this is a massive air bubble. Must be a huge creature. Yeah, indeed. Well, there's only one thing to do and keep swimming down and hope uh, that the pressure of the sea doesn't uh, crush us like a, a little, um, like a like grape. Like a grape? I, I was just going to say grape. A grape. Aww. Oh, you know what? You're, you're the best. We are. We're on the same page, you and I. See, monkeys of a feather stick together. It is strange that you also have feathers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they got down to the bottom of the ocean, they saw where the bubble had come from. Why? Is that? Could it be? We were just talking about her. 
Scalebeard? Scalebeard! Oh, we thought we doomed ya! Hi! <laughs> you and you're alive! But, or I think you're alive. Well, you're breathing. One big bubble at a time, at least. Yeah, kind of stuck under all these bananas and... Oh, is that one of them shiny lunchboxes? <gasps> oh, do you think I could get me own lunchbox? I think you should. All right, well, we, we might we might have to free her in order to... And Petey grabbed onto one of these lunchboxes and started kicking and pulling with all of his might. And... Ah, that was a nice rest I had. Who be thee under the sea? Me eyes are squinty. Scalebeard, Scalebeard, guess who it is? It's me and Petey. The people who doomed me to eternity below the sea. Oh, we gave you bananas though, Scalebeard. That's true. I actually could have gotten out, but I've just been enjoying all the food and the limitless bounty of booty that keeps growing around me every time I imagine or say something like, uh, turquoise kumquat stew. <laughs> you know, actually, you shouldn't summon stew under the water. That's one thing I've learned. <coughs> it's quite hot, even though we're deep under the ocean. <laughs> it's a really hot stew, yeah. Now what brings you here? Have you seen Jack Parrot? Hmm. I... He's his brother. He's been missing for such a long time. I may have spied him once or twice. What you might try doing is looking inside one of them thar lunch boxes. Oh, good, because I just got one free. So all I have to do is uh, pop open the lid and... (laughs) 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 We went from one island to another island, but this one's not covered in food. It's very quiet and pristine. I feel at peace. Oh, so calm. Very tranquil. Mm, I could use, like, a lazy boy recliner, though, possibly, just to lean back after all that food and... Well, there one appeared. How do you like that? Anything you think of and wish for, the lunchbox brings to life. Is that why there's there's all them tiny dancing puppets that are at your feet? Well, they're, they're called marionettes, my friend. Oh, marionettes. You know, Pinocchio. The story of Pinocchio is a marionette. Excuse me, excuse me. No, I want to be proper. I, I didn't know that you are a marionettenist. I'm an aficionado. Very, very nice. Oh, hang on. What's that? What's that up there in that palm tree? Could it be? Huh? Jack? Huh? Oi, Jack! Davy Petey, long time no see. Jack! You must have just been off pirating and continuing to steal from people and do whatever you please, eh? How long you been back here, Jack? I mean, you've been under the ocean with all these bananas and scale beard for years, it seems. No, no, no. All I do is I come down here every now and then, and I grab one of these lunchboxes, I go inside, and I imagine another lunchbox. Hey, Jack, where you, where you going? Where you going with that lunchbox? Um, why, why are you flying away? I'm going to fly it. I'm going to fly it out to the people. You know, maybe I'll bring it to some hungry child at the observatorium where, because some days they only feed them those meatballs that are disgusting. Aye, not as good as a banana. 
Davy, Davy, I can't... I found me brother again after all these years. I, I can't just let him go. You're reunited and it feels so good. I was just thinking the exact same thing. You and me, we gotta do this more often. I, you're my best mate, Petey. It's official. You're me best mate and me brother too. I, I guess you can have more than one best mate. Fair enough. Seriously, I'm, I'm out of here. Are you guys coming or not? Jack, if you need to leave, I understand. But I wanted a lunchbox of my own, especially a witch-granting lunchbox. Can I have one? Yeah, you just sort of... Um, Imagine one, and then you'll get it. Can I imagine all the lunch boxes? Er, uh, but if, if you imagined all of them, would you just have them for yourself, or would you share them? With I them? am a pirate. This is my booty. It's my treasure. I'm taking all the lunch boxes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> I'm just teasing, fellas. I'm gonna share all the lunchboxes with you. Oh, oh, Davy! Oh, this is so pleasant. Yeah, so I guess we'll just we'll just get going. Look, gents, I I, I don't I don't bid you any ill will, but I, I feel like now that I've got my own treasure, my own lunchbox to live in, I'm hanging out here with Scalebeard. I got my bananas. You two, your family. You need some time together. I hope I hope you have a good afternoon. But I'm gonna hang out down here. Um, could you maybe imagine some of your marionettes so that they could crew my ship? Without you guiding my ship, it's it's going to take us forever to get home. Not a problem at all. I'll, I'll just think to myself, a whole crew of marionettes swabbing your decks and battening down your masts. Done and done, my friend. Done and done. You know, maybe one that cuts hair, uh, it, it styles wigs. They're great dancers also. Oh, lovely, lovely. Uh, but I, I really, I just want to stress that the, the wig uh, stylist didn't... Uh, what? Did something happen to your glorious curly locks? No, no, nothing. It's, um, the marionettes will naturally be so jealous of my hair that they'll want their own wigs. Uh, you know, Davey already left to hang out with Scalebeard. Oh, dear. But I guess you and I should catch up. How are your feathers? Fine. Would you say they'd make a nice hairpiece? Okay, I'm gonna go find Davy. Uh, no, Jack, wait up. The end. All right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Before we let you go, though, Eddie Gamera, they can watch Wendell and Wild on Netflix, right? Yeah, they had it out in the movie theaters when it first opened up for a week, uh, what they call in Hollywood a limited engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's on Netflix now, and you can watch it anywhere in 180 countries in so many languages. Wow. So if you want to see a rockin' demon slayer and two hilarious demon brothers, just tune in on Netflix anywhere around the world. I think it's probably my favorite stop motion movie now because, wow. I mean, Nightmare Before Christmas formally was, but the depth of this message is is just, it's really on point and, and, it's, and it's so silly. It's, it's a wildly imaginative movie. It's about something. It's got a lot of heart, just as much as it has a lot of incredible visuals. The artistry behind this movie, the, the people who created the marionettes and the sets. I mean, these artists are just amazingly talented people. And, you know, I remember when I was a little kid, I used to make little movies with my little action figures. And uh, to see people who do this for a living professionally. Yeah. These are grown-ups who get to play with toys <laughs> and make beautiful art and tell incredible stories that make you laugh and make you scream and make you cry. 
from one grown-up child who used to make silly movies in their basement to another. You just don't know where life is going to take you, so... Absolutely. I mean, I when I was little, I used to have a sketchbook and I would draw like my grandfather and I used to write down stories like my mom. And, you know, it's even if you don't have adults in your life who are creative, that shouldn't stop you. If you have the, the urge to write down a story... Go grab a pen and a paper and just start writing. Go type it up. It is amazing where your where your life can take you. I never thought I was going to be working in the movie business, and yeah. and now I get I get to read kids books for a living and tell kids stories for a living. It's it's a it's a miracle. <laughs> it's awesome, Eddie Merritt. Thank you for coming on my show. Ah, oh, Mr. Eric, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for helping bringing Wendell and Wild to life and telling all the folks at home about it. Thank you for being a wonderful host, and don't forget to eat your nutritious bananas. <laughs> Will do. All right. Good night. Fred the Dog here to shout out Magnus86. His nickname at school is The Mayor because he invites everyone to join in activities, which sounds very nice. Magnus's cat siblings are Bibi and Django. And at last, Colin has the pleasure of getting a shout-out from Gathunkle for his 12th birthday on December 6th. I wish you a most joyous day of world domination. And I'd like to thank Eddie Gamera, my guest, Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who have found your little imaginary happy place, whether it be a desert island inside of a magic lunchbox or something all your own. I hope you enjoy some time there whenever you need it. And until we meet again, keep wondering.